Hello and welcome to Reflections with Hector and Lucy. I'm Hector. I'm Lucy. And welcome to episode four, The Fear of Romantic Rejection. Now we all know what being rejected is. It is when the person that you approach or the person that you like tells you, I'm not interested, this isn't going anywhere, it sucks, it's horrible. We, every A lot of people have obviously been there and you have to ask yourself, if you are in this situation, do I have a fear of being rejected? Do I have a fear of being rejected? So we are going to start the episode off on approaching someone. Episode three was on romantic attraction and you, you are attracted to someone. No contact has been made, right? You find this person attractive. Now we'll talk about phys physically or electronically approaching this someone. So do you wanna go with physical or electronical first? Because we are in the 21st century, technology is with us here today in 2021. Uh, which one do you wanna talk about first? Let's go old school and do physical. Okay, physically approaching someone. Yes. This means that, yes, you may have had some electronical communication. Or not. Okay, bare bones, physical. <laughs> okay. So you, you see someone at a public place. Uh -huh. And they're very attractive to you. And that's very old school for, for someone to approach someone. And, you know, you only get maybe one chance at this first impression yes because if you start following this person around and it's going to soccer. get a little a little murky right so you probably only have one chance here and if you do not walk away with their contact information that chance is gone mm -hmm. I agree. so your goal is not to maybe impress them so much as in to get their contact information that needs to be the last thing that you ask them for but you're right first impressions it means a lot especially in the dating world now we're talking about a public place and you find someone attractive but in our situation and a lot of people's situation you could be close to this person physically you may work with them you may go to school with them. Friends for a couple of years. Friends, right? You know this person and now you are attracted to them. So we can talk about both scenarios. But let's go with, again, the bare bones, no electronic communication. How much courage would it take or does it take for someone to, at the mall, approach this person? So I let's... Think, I think it... <laughs> It takes a lot of guts. I've never done it. I'm pretty sure you've never done it. But it takes a lot of guts and confidence in yourself to go up to a random stranger and start talking to them because unfortunately nowadays um, people are, their guards are up because Very there's a so. lot of weird people out there and there's a lot of strangers and like stranger danger, you know, we don't talk to strangers. We don't know what the real intentions of that person is, so we have our guards up. We um, we don't are not open 
to someone new in our life, especially now during this you know hard time that our social skills, I think, have gone pretty down. Um, we're not interacting with others as we did much last year, the year before. That has kind of affected it. But I think in order to you to actually approach someone, you have to really, really be self-confident in yourself. Because if your self-confidence is down, you're not going to grow up the courage to go up to anybody. So I think that's number one. Okay, that's number one. You have to be confident and approach this person. Now, again, we're talking about today's age, stranger danger, you have this wall of... Yeah, in today's okay. age, that the, in so a public go, place, that's not going to so happen. Let's go, through, let's go through the motions, right? Okay. Again, very bare bones here. Hi, my name is Hector. I find you attractive. Uh, hi, um, my name is Hector. I would like to get to know you. What? And then I have a I have a part two to this. But what would be? What would you say? Maybe some type of pickup line. No. Yes. A woman why not? did not just tell me no, to try a not pickup a cheesy, line. Not a cheesy pickup did line. Did it hurt when no, you fell from heaven? No. Oh God, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like um. Hey, hi. Uh, I just want to say, you know, you look really nice today or something positive. That's not a pickup line. That's an introduction. Or, oh, it you're is a pickup line, yourself. but you're not introducing yourself. Introducing yourself is, hi, I'm Joe Smo. That's an introduction. But when you're saying, hey, look, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm sorry to bother you, but you look really nice today, you know. I'm so-and-so. What's your name? Something like that. Start off with something positive. Not a cheesy pickup line like you've been running through my mind all day long. No, your feet must be tired. Get it right. Oh, I don't use those. Um, but something nice to say to the person, not just go up to them and say, "Hi, hi, my name is Lucy. What's your name?" No, that's creepy. Like, hey. I don't think that's creepy. I do. If you use a pickup line, that could be creepy. But if you say, "Hi, my name is Hector." I find you attractive. Can I get to know it you? It also depends where you are and who you're the mall. with. We're still at the mall. Okay, fine. At the mall. But it also depends who you're with. If she's with... If, if using, she's with someone. The, if she's with... Let's say this, this, this girl... male go, approaching a female. Let's say this girl is with her kids. Maybe that's not the time to approach because you don't know if she's in a relationship or not. Maybe she's with we her mom. About that situation. Maybe she's with her mom. Or but maybe... again, you're never going to have a second chance at this so it also depends on but how, how do you know kids... you're never gonna have a second chance on this again bare bones no electronics no number if it's destiny you'll see that person again we can go into that but you know as well as i do especially living in a big city that it's not going to happen again you can come back to the mall you can go back the same day of the week and the same time and see if that person shows up there are other things you can do like craigslist craigslist has a lost connections portion in their website that if you describe your interaction with this person but you did not exchange contact you can actually contact them again but you that person has to go on that lost connection exactly you both have to be on the same page so the question would then be how would what advice would i give and the advice I would give is comes from the movie Hitch. Hitch was a film released in 2005 starring Will Smith and Kevin James. And 
I get it. I know that it's a movie. It's there to entertain. And it's a fictional movie. However, I do believe that it was written with a base of men being scared to approach a woman they find very attractive. And in fact, Kevin James' character has to approach a famous, famous actress. It's almost like, like what you said, Joe Schmo going up to, I don't know, Angelina Jolie or another actress. And the movie just takes off from there because Will Smith's character, Hitch, is responsible for giving these men a way in, a plan of sorts. And it's comical, but I believe there is an ounce of truth in it. And what I'm saying is that if you are in that situation, if you find someone attractive and you want to approach them, my advice would be to be as creative as possible. And honest. Right. Honesty comes from the communication. I'm just saying you see them from a distance. How are you going to approach them? So what are you going to do? Throw something at them or something? You've seen the movie. You have to come up with some sort of gimmick. It may be easier for some than others, but some examples would be low-key bump into them. Oops, I dropped something. Is this, does this belong to you? Something that sparks a, a sort of... Conversation with that person. Conversation yeah. that breaks down that wall we've been talking about. An icebreaker. About. No longer are they stranger danger. Yes, they're a stranger, but now you have something in common. You bumped into each other. There is when you're going to see how big or, or how strong of a wall that this person has in letting their guard down. You can come up with a sort of, not pick up a line, but something very smart and saying, oh, you've been busy shopping today. You have a lot of bags or, you know, how long more, not how long more you're going to be here, but um, something that definitely wants to catch their attention. Even if you're right next, if you're this whole shopping thing, you're right next to them and goes, hey, um, can I get your opinion on something? That's already sparking this person is asking you for their opinion. Hey, which one do you like better? Do you like this one better? Do you like this better? I have I have this thing that I need yeah. to go to. Yeah. And What's the, your opinion? And, and the then more, the conversation can take you, off after you that. You know, when, we, when it comes to entertainment, art does imitate life. And I remember seeing, I can't remember the exact show or the movie, but I do remember a classic scene of a woman looking at herself in the mirror and putting the dresses on, not on, but like on putting it over. Her. And then a guy approaches her and says something snarky, like, I don't like either of those two. Or, I, I, I agree with the blue one, right? It, it has to be that kind of mm-hmm. off, left field conversation or that left field line that just, you want to grab their attention. Hi, my name is so-and-so, in today's age, just may not be it's, it. Yeah, that's, that's a little forward when you just jump in with your name. Now, let's go with the kid situation. Same rule applies. You have to be creative. You have to. Um, you can come up with the yeah, same. Yeah, but that's that's a but that's a sensitive topic because right. how do you know if this person is not taken already? How do you know if she's wedding not? Ring. So that doesn't mean anything, right? When I lost my wedding ring for two months, 
I'm still married. I just wasn't wearing anything. Right. So at the first gesture where the kids say, oh, dad is waiting for us or yes, I'm married. Right. That's the first signal. Yeah, you, you have to. For. I think that if you're going to approach someone that has kids, you have to be honest with yourself Obviously. and prepare yourself to that person tells you, I'm sorry, I'm in a relationship. I'm married, a fiance, my husband's whatever. Waiting for me. My right. husband's waiting for me, or whatever. You can't just go in there blindly think that she's no, single. No, of course not. Of course not. I'm just t- saying that if you have the opportunity, you and that's don't... anywhere, even in a restaurant, it's you... because a mall, it's understandable your husband's not going to be there. But in a restaurant, in a park, anywhere you are, if yes. you see a woman, a single mom that you think is a single mom, always keep behind in the back of your mind. May be taken. Understood. 100%. I'm not arguing that with you. However, I'm not saying not to approach them. No, of course not. So let's say... I would be honored if someone approaches me and have my kids. If to me someone found me attractive. And they're willing to bypass the fact that you're a mom with two kids. Yes, exactly. That says a lot about that person, right? That they're even willing to say, you know what? I'm willing to start this from scratch with your two kids. Let's go back to if she's actually single. You don't want to stay there and have a full-blown introduction conversation, especially with the kids there. It is not the place or the time to do so. So how can you be creative there? Not even exchanging numbers would be pleasant for the kids. It all depends also where you are. Let's say and how you're old in the a, kids are. How the kids are. Let's say you're in a playground. And the kids are playing. I'm not paying attention. I understand that the mom needs to pay attention to her kids. But you can have a little conversation. Not full-blown conversation like you said. But something to spark future conversations. Um, maybe you can get that person's number or Instagram or Facebook or whatever they're giving out these days. Um, and just continue having that conversation. But something, maybe you see something on that person. Maybe you see something on her, on the kids. Maybe something, I don't know, Pokemon related or, or something unique. And then you can spark that conversation with them. Um... I'm, I'm not saying to spark a conversation with her kids. No, that's, that's not a good idea. <laughs> but hey, you never know. Um, but yeah, try to find something before you approach that person. See if you can uh, have some interest. And that's how you can start the conversation. Right. But again, I'm, I'm still at the mall. And the, the kids are there. And they're probably at this point saying, Mom, let's go. Mom, let's go. Who's this stranger? What do you think of the guy before approaching her, putting on a note card or something? Um, I find you attractive or I like you. Here's my number. And then just, hi, nice to meet you. And then handing them the paper through the handshake. Again, there's limits there. And depending on how yeah, these kids you, are. Of course you, you can do that. The kid's going to notice you're not. Oh, well, if mom is a single mom, then the kids understand that there's no dad. Or there is a dad, they're just not with mom. Yeah, a lot of moms probably won't have the, that conversation with their child, with their kids. 
It all depends how long that mom is not ha- has not been with the dad. Because there are... So do, do you think that a single mom has a responsibility at some point after the separation slash divorce and say to the kids, hey, kids, I'm single now and I may... Of course, if the mom is ready to put herself out there, of course, the mom should be honest with her kids, depending on how old they are. If they're teenagers, then especially if they're teenagers, you should be open with your kids. Don't don't keep anything from your kids, because if your kids find out later on by someone else, it's going to be worse. So, yes, if you are ready as as a single mom, you are ready to put yourself out there. I suggest to have that. Talk with your kids, and then when they do see someone approach them, it's not, I'm not saying, it, it may be weird to them, but they know, or they know what may be coming. So yeah, the whole no thing in the hand, that's that's a good idea. Hopefully the, the, the woman catches that. Um, not all women will catch that, but something subtle that is not over the top. To just get her attention or his attention because a woman can also approach a guy. Um, and just something to get their attention if their kids are there. And then maybe if that that spark happened at that moment, maybe the conversation will continue at another place. Let's flip the situation on its head. Because the kids have been ignored in this conversation. What if the mom or even the dad have snarky kids and uh, the guy approaches or the girl approaches and the kids interfere and say you think my mom is cute how are your do you have a job what's your life do you have kids as a mom should you also have that conversation with your kids of course you should always respect anybody that approaches you you can't be um, snarky to a stranger even to someone you know you have to know how to respect someone and starting those questions that's not being respectful um, as a mom you should always as a mom and as a dad you always teach your kids respect and I know that because I'm a teacher and sometimes I see in my classroom how students are not respectful because they're not learning it from home so they're bringing it to school how they're not being respectful so that has nothing to do with if your mom is dating or not. That's all about respect and how you treat someone, a stranger. Um, mom should have that, mom or dad should have that conversation with a child, you know. Um, or their teenager. Or yeah. their teenager. You know, if someone pro- approaches me, um, you can say, you know, respect them, let me talk to them. At a later date, if something happens with that person, then the kid can go into the conversation. But at first time impressions, first time you meet that person, maybe the child should not be asking Making those questions because you don't even know if this is even going to go anywhere. This is 100% just an introduction. Right. Right. So let's move away from the physical and let's, I guess, move on to the electronical. Oh, that's a lot easier. It's very easy. So let's go ahead and talk about these dating apps. Now, personally, full disclosure, I have never downloaded, 
have never seen someone use a dating app. Neither have I. I have seen some of the questionnaires that they use, which they do use algorithms to try to pair you with someone as best they can. And we have nothing against these dating apps. We actually met someone when we went to our wedding retreat, and they actually met on Harmony, right? E-Harmony. E-Harmony, and they met there, and they were getting married. My best friend met her husband on one of AOL chat, you know? So we have nothing against these dating apps, these dating sites. That's a disclosure. Um, I've never used them. Hector has never used them. Um, my now I have never used dating apps, but I've had started relationships online, and then it's moved on to person. Right. That I've done. So it is easier. We're not going to deny that. If you see a picture of someone that you find attractive, if it's a true and picture, and you swipe right, swipe left. Now that's Tinder. That's a whole different story. But the thing is still there. Like you, you find them attractive. Plus, right, and then you guys have a connection. They liked your picture. You like theirs, and then you start a electronic communication. Hey, we matched on this dating app what you already know their name you you have their basic information their name i guess their age the picture now a lot of people have complained about their picture not being what they look like in real life so that's our first advice right is to make sure it's a your picture and your information is as accurate as possible the last thing you want to do is lead someone on yeah because if you're going to finally meet that person and they're not what you expected god knows how long you have wasted your time because the last thing I want to be in a relationship with someone is if their picture was a lie. You know, don't put a picture of multiple people. <laughs> I've seen it. Okay. Because you never know. You know, be or honest. 10 years old. Yeah, or 10-year-old picture with a picture that you used to be 10, 10 years ago. Um, don't do that. Like, just be as honest as you. If you want Candid. someone to be honest with you, be honest with someone else. Yeah. That's that, I, I live by that golden rule. For anything and everything is do unto others that you want to be done unto yourself. So yeah, when you do that 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 profile, when you're starting to look for people, just keep that in the back of your mind that some people still do keep their guard up because you're not gonna completely open yourself up to this person. Yeah. Maybe you can start doing that after you meet them. So yeah, you're online, you're talking on on Messenger. Um, whatever the way that they talk on online and let's say you decide okay I think we need to move to the next step and meet in person now please keep in mind that when you meet that person maybe that spark or that relationship that you had online may not be there in person or it may be there in person you don't know just because you you talk to a person online you really don't know how it's going to be when you actually meet them face to face that's a different story what do you think about calling them before you meet you can't to hear their voice you can facetime nowadays you can facetime well that's another thing that's another yeah so let's start with phone call audio only you get to hear their voice their tone their intonations you can even do it in steps versus messages then phone call, then FaceTime, and then in person. 
it's steps it's steps that you're you're, no. you're doing and it's and it, it helps that helps with lowering your guard because you're slowly introducing yourself to this person in, in different ways and you're little by little bringing down that guard now let's say you start messenger you like what's going on now voice maybe you don't like their voice or or something about their something personality. Is, something, you're getting a vibe that right. is not there. Then you can stop it there. But maybe you like that. Move on to FaceTime. When you do FaceTime, you may not like them physically. They may not like look like their picture or something else. That will get you a little step closer to in person. Because in my eyes, that if you can FaceTime with someone in person, I'm not saying it's almost the same. But it's pretty darn close. Now let's go back to the profile picture. When you first go on a date, let's talk about women, I guess. Uh, women like to put their makeup on, lipstick, eyeliner, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it okay for a woman to put on makeup, eyeliner, and get, I guess, good lighting for their profile picture for their dating app? If that is them on a regular basis, yes. Okay, but then there's, there's okay, you, a woman puts on makeup to go out on dates, to go to work, but they also have a home life where they're not going to have makeup on. Okay, I understand that, but every person in this world understands that not every, every woman is going to have makeup on 24-7. My profile pic right now is without makeup because I don't wear makeup unless I go to a wedding because I'm not the type of person that does makeup. But I do know many people that they go to work and we're teachers and we have a mask on right now and they still do full-blown makeup because that's just them. That's who they are. And there's there's women that are out there and, and that's just who they are. So yes, having a picture with their full-blown makeup is fine because that's who they are. But me having... Now, don't get me wrong. If I get dolled up to a party, of course I'm going to be taking that profile picture. But I'm not going to, me personally, would not get dolled up just for a picture. Interesting. That's just me. Now, are there people out there that would do that too? And this goes to the guys too. Not saying guys get wear makeup, yeah. but guys Haircut, can do their hair. Gel, they can do their shaving. They can wear a nice shirt. You know, whatever they need to do. The guys can get all dolled up too. They don't necessarily, some like to wear makeup. Not, not full-blown makeup, but like just powder for the shininess of their face, for the picture, the lighting, da, da, da. or they want to use a ring for the picture, ring light, anything, anything. So the stages is pretty good, right? You text them, you voice, you voice call, FaceTime. I thought was a really good connection between mm-hmm. in person and voice calling. Yeah, I think it's an easy transition from face safe FaceTime to in person, and then. You meet with them in person and you go you go ahead and you go on your first have that first date. On the first date, if one or if one or the other knows that it's just not gonna happen. Full body, not physically attracted. How quick because I've heard horror stories, how quick does the person say this is not gonna work? I guess it all depends on what your plan is for the evening, daytime, whatever. But if you're there, and this is coming from a woman's perspective, 
if I get all dressed up and I meet this person somewhere and let's say they're not attracted to me or whatever happened that they just don't want a relationship with me, you you better like realize that like after our date because after I get dressed up and all dolled up and you just like turn around and leave, that is gonna hurt. You know, that that if hurts. The guy feels yeah, that, that if, this if woman she, is unattractive. Exactly. Let's say there's just the appetite. You guys go on dinner, it's just the appetite, and something happens that he's just not interested. You know what? Suck it up, buttercup, and have that dinner and then just text her the next later on and say, Look, I don't think it's gonna work out. Da, 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 and then move on with your life. Same thing but don't woman. just get up, go to the bathroom, and, and never show up. But same goes for same the woman. Same thing for the woman. Same thing for the woman. That's just, again, back to respect. That's just respect. You made this date. You made time for this date. You go on this date. Just like if you see them through the window and something happened and you just don't go inside, I and think that's really, really messed up and you stand them out. Just always, you know, just be open to that person. Right. We we And I understand that time is precious and I'm of someone that if the next two hours of your life is not going to move you any f closer to your goal, this is a general goal. If what you're doing, if you know that in the next two hours you're not gonna do anything towards your goal, you can move on, shift, and do something else. However, I agree that in this particular instance a plan was made and you made a commitment yeah and what you don't want to do is devalue you don't want to devalue yourself and this other person mm -hmm. so if you make a commitment and you finally see this person in person and you just know you know it's just not going to work out my advice to you is you don't leave you go through the motions. You you try to have the best time that you can, even though you know it's not going to go anywhere. And then after, say something. Don't just ghost the person and never communicate with that them again. That takes guts too. That takes guts, but at the same time, you don't want to leave that other person hanging because you wouldn't because want to be ghosted Because that feeling is either. bad. Exactly, that feeling does. Suck now, and it's really bad. Now, getting ghosted does come to a point where you just assume the worst, uh, and then you, if you don't expect something and then something happens, it's great. So, if you assume this person, okay, they're just gonna ghost me, I'm not gonna contact them, and he never contacted you, your expectations were met. So, that's my advice after the, after the first date. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now let's talk about gender roles. And again, we're going back to heteronormative uh, situation here where a straight man is on a date with a straight woman. And let's say the woman says, hey, I'm going to we're going to have this dinner together, but I'm not I don't think this is going to work out. But let's just have fun. Let, we already we're here. We've made the commitment. Let's go through it. At that point, I would say that. Had she not said that, the man would have paid for dinner. But, like we've already said, if the woman says that, I wouldn't blame the man if he says, okay, but we're going to have to pay for this dinner 50-50. I agree. If she already is 
already thinking that this is not going to go anywhere, then you better believe you're paying half of that bill. Exactly. Now, let's talk about the actual rejection. And we have to compare dating to something. Now, I know that in, in our world, dating is something that is hard to compare to other things. However, it really gets down to, in my eyes, practice. And not just practice, just being exposed to different things. How are you going to find the one, right? And the, the real question is, how are you going to find the one if you're not looking for them? So my advice is to accept rejection. If you want, you can ask them again, but it's probably not going to go anywhere. And keep looking. The phrase, there's many fish in the sea, is the most truthful statement in my eyes when it comes to someone that has been rejected. And to find that special someone, you're going to have to keep fishing. That is very true, but, and here's, here's my but, is that yes, you keep fishing, you keep putting yourself out there, but you never know when the person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life is going to show up. Because in our situation, you were the last person in my mind that was going to be the person that I was going to end up with. We were friends. We were only friends. I just broke up with my boyfriend at that time, and I just I started seeing you in a different light. But we were always just friends. You were never, in my mind, a person that I thought was going to have a relationship with. It's just from one day to another, and literally from one day to another, it just changed. So yeah, always put yourself out there, but always don't, don't take away the possibility of that person that may be for the rest of your life, someone that's already close to you. Because you never know. <laughs> Maybe it is that friend that you've been friends with since you were little. Maybe it's a co-worker or maybe it's just someone that you've seen multiple times and just one day you see them in a different spark. And then yes, it's still an introduction that you have to do with them because now you're seeing them as a different person. You're not just seeing them as a friend. Now you're seeing them as a person that may want a relationship with them. But at the same time, you have to be ready for the rejection. Because you may feel that way, but that person may not feel that way. And that fear of a rejection from someone, you have to be ready to accept that and know that it's possible and it may happen. Another helpful advice I would say is to lean into your religion. Why? Because I, I did with me. I don't know if that even made sense. I me. really chalked it up to this is God's plan. And I had to... Or I just pushed it too much. This is God's plan. <laughs> and it helped me not get over, but accept a lot of the rejections that happened to me. I did get over my fear of going on dates and getting rejected. 
but I mustered up the courage and I did ask before you, obviously, a number of women, girls out on dates. I went on about five or six dates. And in some of the instances, I told them that it wasn't going to work. I've been ghosted by a few and one or two did tell me, look, uh, I had a great time with you, but it's just not going to work out. Yeah, so that that's time my advice to you. you. Just put it in this perspective of this is part of God's plan. I know that they have someone special for me and I just have to go through the motions, get back into that fishing boat and hopefully I'll reel one in. Well, it's like that song, God Bless the Broken Roads. You know, you may have to go through these broken roads and these bumps in the roads and rocks and boulders to get to that person that you're that you want to spend the rest of your life with that you want to start a family with that and i'm not even saying having kids just starting a family just you and you two and you start a life together with that person yeah you you're gonna have to go through these roads you know before i was with you i was in a really really bad relationship and i think that if i didn't go through that relationship even before that person i was quotation in love with someone for like 10 years nothing happened and i moved on and then i got my ex-boyfriend and then i think because of that relationship those broken roads this started between me and you because i don't think that if that wouldn't have happened this may have not happened because it was in god's plan and it was what was meant to be so if you get rejected don't and I know this happens to a lot of people. Don't think it's the end of the end of the road. Your life is over. You're going to be alone for the rest of your life. Because I have heard it from extremely close people to us. And I keep telling them, don't put yourself down. Keep your head up. Your day will come. I know this is a difficult time right now, but your day will come. You just have to be patient and you have to keep yourself out there because it's like the, the like the like the little joke that I that I know of um you pray to God that you win the lottery you win the lottery you never win the lottery you never win the lottery and then one day you get to heaven and ask God why did I not win the lottery he's like well did you buy a ticket you have to put that first step out there in order to get something back so I know that fear of rejection is is big with a lot of people and it's pretty pretty hard to get through but you have to put your foot out there in order to see what's going to happen now i would argue that if someone is taking a rejection especially hard it is because of the reason that they were infatuated yes with this person yes i agree you have to keep your emotions in, in check. check yep it really depends if you're waiting for this person if this person just got out of a bad relationship and you're really into them and you really and can want just jump their bones to, after a week. Well, no, but you approach them. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this in the earlier and podcast yes, episodes where they're the rebound. You have to keep your emotions in check because if they come at you and say, look, I'm just got out of a bad relationship. I want to spend, take some time for myself. Mm-hmm. We've discussed this in the past. Yeah, you got to respect it. You have to respect it and you to have to just move on. Wait move on or like we're encouraging you to do and probably this person is encouraging you to do is go out and meet other people see, yeah, see, see what's other out people there. don't what's... wait for them 
I, we are imploring. It, yes. should, it would behoove and it, you. And it happened to out. me personally. It happened to me personally. All of my high school years, literally all of my high school years and a good portion of my college years, even my elementary years, I was infatuated with this one person. And I never, ever, ever opened my doors up to anybody. And that person, we were friends. That's all we were to that person. And I closed my doors to everybody else around me, including one person that I could have had a relationship with. Maybe it was a good relationship that I could have had, but I didn't because I closed my doors to that person because of one person that I was waiting for. So even though you may be waiting for someone like Hector said, just don't close those doors completely. And you never know. Maybe you go fishing one day and you got a little bite and maybe you get a shark or maybe you get a little sardine. But it's, it's something. It's something you're putting yourself out there. Definitely self-reflect, right? If you if you are infatuated, if and even if you don't know how to contextualize that, let me ask you a question. How emotionally connected are you to this person from a 1 to 10? Now, let me tell you. If you answered 8, 9, or 10, you are infatuated. This is what this means. You are, you have this almost uncontrollable connection in waiting to see if this person really likes you. And maybe they haven't rejected you outright. Maybe they don't know how to tell you. Maybe they may have may find you attractive, but the it's just not there's no spark there. Again, keep yourself in check. One of the for one of the most common things I tell people is to talk to themselves in the in the third person point of view. Say your name and then say, so my name's Hector. I would say, Hector, yeah, you really like this this girl. Uh, please be aware that they may not like you back. And you need to keep yourself in check. There is a reason why you're listening to this podcast right now. And if you've gotten this far with both of us, then you need to really think about why am I listening to this right now? There's a reason for it. And I'm here to tell you, keep that keep these emotions in check let's move on to what if the person that you're attracted to and the person that you want to approach to go on a date is a very dear friend of yours and your fear is that not only do they reject you but you also fear that it might end the friendship well as you know that happened to us we were friends for about four years, five years. Depends on where we met. Yeah, okay. Um, we were friends for about four or five years, and I was in another relationship before you, and something happened to me that I started seeing you in a different light. I did break up with my boyfriend at that time before approaching you in any way, but we started going out after that. I remember we went ice skating, and we just started hanging out as friends but a little closer and one day i did get the courage of letting you know through aol chat that i liked you this is something that i have never in my life done because i've always been rejected all my life i've always been rejected and i've never gotten the response from a guy that i've I've always wanted so i decided you know what after talking to a friend of mine and i just put myself out there and i told you I liked you and I wanted this to go somewhere. Now, unfortunately, some people don't know this, but unfortunately, when I did tell you I liked you, what did Hector Suka do? 
He disappeared. He stopped talking to me. He stopped texting me. He didn't me. ghost you. He, no, he didn't, didn't ghost me, but I think that Because our you, friendship was strong. Because our friendship was strong, and he was scared of what our, rela- our friendship would do if we started a relationship that scared you. Because if I'm not mistaken, you liked me as well. Because I, I did read text messages later on how you talk to a friend saying how attractive I was and, and things like that. So you liked me back. But that fear of losing our friendship got in the way at first. I had a genuine fear of moving into a situation in which I have never been before. Neither have I. And I had to build that courage to make that first step. Would you have made that first step if I didn't? I don't know. I don't know if you would have made that first step. But I just felt like I needed to do that. I needed to get off my chest what I felt for you and if it was either going to make it or break it with us. And I I did put my faith in in our friendship and that I wasn't going to lose you as a friend because you were one of my very dear, you are one of my very dear friends even till this day. So yeah, I put myself out there. I felt, now I didn't feel rejected, but I did feel a little ghost. You may not know that, but I felt ghost. Ghosted. But then, ghosted. But then... You did. You did show up and you did come up and and I think it was um, bowling, if I'm not mistaken, that a friend of mine talked to you and your mom talked to you also. And then that's when you decided on February 20th to ask me on a date for February 21st, which was President's Day. And you said, oh, I thought we were going to go to the beach this whole entire time. But no, he had in mind to have lunch and we went to have lunch. And I'm not going to lie, it was a very awkward. We're, we will talk about our first date. Yes, we'll talk about it. But episode. it was, but just to give them a little thing, it was awkward. It was awkward being in a date with a friend of mine. But I got over that awkwardness and look where we are today. So just because they're a friend, don't take away the possibility that something may happen. Maybe a friend approaches you and you don't see them in that way. Don't completely kill them off and say, no, we're friends, we're never going to happen. You never know. Be open. Don't be scared of rejection or don't be scared that this may work or this not may not work because you really truly never know. My advice is to, again, and I'm going to do this throughout the podcast, and I hope that the listeners accept me for who I am and how I come across. You have a friend and you want to approach them and go on a date with them. Some of the questions you may want to ask yourself first is how dear of a friend, how close of a friend is this person to you? How long have you been friends? So if I were to ask you, rate your friendship zero to 10. Now, let me tell you this. If your friendship is a 10, 9, even an 8. There is nothing, nothing on this earth that can destroy it. There is nothing on this earth that can come between you and your friend. Yes, physical attraction can and will be a big hurdle. However, if you are truly friends, then nothing should get in the way including romantic feelings if you were a 10 before 
of course, it, this friendship is on both sides. If you say my friendship with this person is a 10, my friendship with this person is a 10, yes. All right, now down the line, I've seen it happen again and again that the boy asks a girl out, they say, the girl says no, and then the girl down the line finds someone, marries them, has kids. Now she's living her life. And I don't, I don't think that a wife can have a male friend that she talks to again and again and again and again. Your friendship may dwindle. I've seen it happen again and again. So yes, it, it's hard to explain, however. Down it, the line, there is a possibility that that friendship may dwindle. Yes, especially if she starts her new life. Mm -hmm. And it is just something that you're going to have to just look back on. Text here and there. If you find someone and get married, so now you both can go on double dates, right? And so just let's rewind back. But I think that's only if you actually came up to the person and said, I like you. But right, I, well, that's I what we're still, talking yeah, about. Okay, like, okay, okay my best friend. Not just just a male and a female friend or a female female friend whatever your gender is you can still have be friends and still have your separate relationships just because i'm friends with with a guy doesn't mean i can just be friends with the guy doesn't mean there's going to be a relationship there right but the but, but if there's I something happened there's, between you then yeah yeah but if the guy says look i think that we can take our friendship to the next level exactly there's now something happening yes know that it's not going to be the there, same there's and that's the fear that's the that fear I, that, that have, some yes. listeners may be going through and yes it's a fear that is real and it's a fear that if you're not ready to take that step, then don't take that first step of approaching your, your, your friend. But if you accept it and, and you know that that's a possibility, then, then go ahead because you never know what can happen. So here's another perspective. Life is going to happen to you whether you want it to or not. And yes, let's go back to God's plan. You have a 10 relationship with this person. And they think that you're an awesome person too. They think you're a 10 or your, their, your friendship's a 10. Down the line, if they find someone, they marry them and have kids, you're not going to be a 10 anymore. And that's just the truth. Yeah. Life will catch up to, to you that's, and your friendship. That's very true. You get, again, you don't may not get one, you may get two or three, but shoot your shot. Go for it because you don't, want to be on your deathbed looking back and saying and, i and wish i would have told what if, her what if what if what if so people have goals all the time and when it comes to relationship it's no different right i want to find someone special it could definitely be contextualized as a goal now can you put this goal to the side of course you can, but for how long? If you are putting this goal to the side, then I can tell you right now, what you are experiencing is being in your comfort zone. Being in your comfort zone meaning is means that you are not taking risks and that you are not putting yourself out there, but we are encouraging you to do so. So just realize that. You, you can only be in your comfort zone for a, a period of time. If you want to 
create a family, if you want to be in a relationship with someone, eventually you, you're going to have to get out of that comfort zone and you're going to have to put yourself out there. And again, it's okay to be rejected. Now, the question is to the listener, do you believe that rejection is a part of life? And of course it is. Yep. You go into a job interview, you don't get the position. That's a rejection. You ask for a promotion and they don't give it to you. That's a rejection. You want to get into a certain school you want to go into and you get rejected. Rejection. A house. You want to buy a house. You don't get it. Um, anything. They, a car. They don't credit accept card. your offer. They don't, don't accept your offer. They accept someone else's. Rejection is always out there. It's not just with relationships. And it could be something very basic, right? My friend is moving. Hey, can I help you move? No, nah, man. Another friend's going to come and help me out. We're good. That, in a way, very small, but it is a, a sort small of rejection. a small rejection. So is rejection a part of life? Yes, it is. Now, when it comes to dating, is it more more hurtful? We yes. have to admit, yes, 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 we are telling you from personal experience, it hurts. Oh, yes. It hurts, but it also is a part of life. And you also have to have, uh, hopefully, you have people around you that can lift you back up and just help you get back out there because sometimes we can't do it alone. Sometimes you can't just lift yourself back up. I have, I have um, three really good, amazing friends that help me lift me back up and help me get back out there. And one last question is, can rejection make someone stronger? I believe so. Unequivocally. Yes. I believe so. Definitely, definitely, definitely. What, what's the song, uh, What Doesn't Kill Me Make Me Stronger? Yeah. And we're, again, this episode is definitely to make sure that it doesn't kill you and that you do come out stronger. Now, I've updated the way that I am showcasing my products. I now have a link tree. So, if you like this episode and would like to know more about me and my business, Hector Suko, the motivational speaker... Please go to um, linktr.ee slash Hector Suko. Again, that's link, L-I-N-K, tr.ee slash Hector Suko. You got this. If you have that fear, get over it. Once again, you are listening to us for a reason. Get out there. Get on that boat. And throw that line, give it some bait, be creative. We believe in you. You got this. This is Hector. And Lucy. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.